Hi, everyone, and welcome to our weekly live. Coach Veronica is with us today. Welcome back. Hi, Danielle. Thank you for having me. Anytime. How are you? How are you today? I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Also good. Thank you. And um, as we are waiting for um, people to uh, share uh, their questions with us, um, sometimes you have this kind of little insight, which, you know, if you don't have one, we have sort of a backup topic already. But uh, yeah, anything you want to share today? Uh, actually, yes. Uh, my little observation. Uh, I have it uh, quite recently. Uh, I had a back pain. And uh, as we talk a lot here about uncomfortable sensations and emotions and feelings and how to welcome them. And uh, because what I like about the sleep coach school is that it doesn't apply only to sleep, but it also applies to various areas of life. So uh, uh, some time ago, as I said, I had this back pain and it was kind of strange because it was like uh, like flashing, it came in waves. And uh, as it started, I with every wave, I tensed up like, oh my God, it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt. And uh, so, of course, I was all tensed up and it was so highly uncomfortable. Not only my back hurt, but also all my body was really, really uncomfortable. But then I thought about the teachings, like how to welcome it and, and how to be okay even when we are not okay. So I just, uh, so I started to change the mindset about it, like, okay, uh, now it's going to come a wave of this pain. And, uh, so I just welcome it, like, okay, here it comes, okay, it hurts, but it's okay, it hurts. Uh, at least I know I have my back. <laughs> and, uh, it really, really has changed. Like my body didn't tense up and only my back hurt. And uh, these waves, they just, uh, they were still coming up, but uh, it was not so highly uncomfortable for my whole body, only for the back. And uh, I ended up taking a, uh, taking a painkiller. Uh, but it's okay. It, it was uh, an act of self-kindness. But uh, I create a space for these uncomfortable emotions, uh, the sensation. I mean, sensation, and uh, this really changed the whole experience of this back pain. Yeah, yeah. So this is one, what I wanted to share. Like when we talk a lot about uh, how to experience these un uncomfortable sensations, this is something to uh this is the way how to practice it basically yeah 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 very nicely said and it's also interesting that just by keeping a little eye out you you, you always find something like a little insight from your own life to share here like there's uh, as you said it's so what we teach you is so widely applicable and um by the way filthy riches here saying greetings to us hi there hi and you know um i something came to my mind that uh I shared this with somebody recently. I can't remember uh, who it was, but it was also in the topic of pain. So, and, and this is funny. This happened to me like a long time ago. I, I feel like I was maybe 16, 17 years old, something like that. I was within a, this beach with my parents. We had like a family thing. And uh, somebody had said that there were these, um, uh, what do you call them again? Jellyfish, that there were jellyfish mm -hmm. in, the, in the ocean and that they could sting really bad. So I, that was kind of in the back of my mind. I was just, you know, walking around in the water and, um, 
And suddenly, like in the corner of my eye, I see something like something yellow. And then I feel something on my leg and it hurts like really bad. Like I was like, oh, you know, I can jumping out. And then I look down and you know what it was? It was some piece of plastic floating around in the water. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, the pain, there was no pain at all, you know? <laughs> and that just like, I never forgot that because in, yeah. it just shows how like our emotional state like it affects how we perceive things so very much you know mm -hmm. when we're scared of something it just intensifies it so um yeah just yeah. a little little reminder of that okay well uh powers benzo coaching is is with us here uh thanks for tuning in and this is this is by the way david uh for those of you who don't know david powers uh, and myself are shooting this like uh uh, docu-series um you know oh, that's, that's, nice. that's David is the producer of that and filthy rich says i love you guys you've helped me so much i think now i've completely gotten over oh. my insomnia it's amazing perfect so glad to hear that <laughs> that is amazing and uh, i want to say you know always welcome to be a guest and share your story which mm -hmm. may include a story of some cannabis edibles thanks <laughs> 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 well as we say whatever leads you to where you want to be that's a nice yeah. thing all right. Um, Michael has a question for us, uh, I believe. And he says, good afternoon. And thank you. Chronic insomnia for three years. Taking Lunesta doesn't always work. My question is, after having a night of no sleep, how can you relieve your anxiety of no sleep again? Um, so, yeah, uh, Michael is taking Lunesta. Sometimes uh, it, it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. And after a night of no sleep, how can you relieve that anxiety of, of no sleep or of, of that happening again, if you will? Uh, what do you, you think when you hear this, Veronica? Uh, maybe one of the first things uh, besides, of course, self-kindness is uh, when we uh, have this anxiety and when we are on no sleep, sometimes our mm, emotions, how, how we perceive things, it might become amplified how we perceive like the all the negative stuff and uh, only uh, having this in mind this could lead us to self-kindness because uh it could again go both ways when we uh think about it the way oh my god i did not sleep i will be very irritable i will be upset and angry now i will be anxious it can lead us this way in uh, we think about it negatively but also it can lead us to self-kindness. Of course, I'm irritable. Of course, I'm anxious because I didn't sleep so well last night. And it's okay. You know, so this is also, we always can find the ways how to find the kindness for ourselves. Yeah. So this was the, really the immediate idea, how to release the anxiety. And uh, it depends if you feel the anxiety in your body just let it be there don't fight it don't try to run away of it, from it i know it's really uncomfortable but i think it uh, relates a lot to what i was saying uh, about the pain at the beginning just let it be there and don't tense up about it wow nicely said nice and you know when i heard this uh, or read this from michael it was uh I thought about something that was almost kind of before the fact that there was anxiety about the the, the sleepless night, which was the Lunesta and how like mm -hmm. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And 
you know, these inner struggles we have, a lot of it is this component of like feeling like a loss of control. And of course we want to have control you know, naturally. Right. Yeah. And when we find something that seems to work that on one hand can feel nice because like at least i have something but the tricky thing of course can be that when we when we are sort of taking lunesta because we're scared it, it, it can also you know it can also amplify the idea that there is something to be scared about that there's something to mm -hmm. to escape and and now the thing where this led me is that <clears throat> when you know when we see that Lunesta cannot actually make us sleep. It's really always an effortless thing. We take a Lunesta and we think, um, oh, this will take care of sleep for me. We have delegated the presumed work and that delegation really is the magic, right? That to me is the truth. But when we're not really maybe fully seeing that and we take a Lunesta and this time we, we didn't really delegate, we were still anxious, we're still sort of trying to sleep, then sleep doesn't happen. And now it can be like, we can be extra anxious because the thing mm -hmm. that we thought was gonna give us control it didn't work. And now, and now we're kind of extra anxious because we feel like we have nothing. We have nothing to defend ourselves. We have no protection mm -hmm. whatsoever. So to me, it was kind of like seeing that um, in a way, um, you know, th this, this, this can be helpful because then we can see kind of like, oh, this is the root cause of the anxiety. But in reality, we never really control sleep. You know, it always yeah. magic inside us and maybe something like this could help. But did it make sense yeah. to you, Veronica? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I just, uh, as you were uh, talking about the pills and how they don't work always, like the, definitely there is nothing in the world that can guarantee us sleep every night. And uh, I remember uh, myself from my journey when uh, I was after my initial bout of insomnia was what looked like two weeks of not sleeping. And then I went to a doctor and I got the pill. And I remember myself holding the pill like, yes, this is going to uh, uh, solve this problem for me. And when I didn't sleep that night, it was the worst feeling in the world. Because I really thought if this thing, which is supposed to make me sleep, didn't make me sleep, then I think uh, there is something really physically, deeply wrong with me. So that's why... I struggled for so long and that's why it was so, so hard. And uh, I was always looking for something to make me sleep outside of myself. Yeah, that's you, exactly. You yeah. illustrate exactly kind of where I was going. Yeah, so thanks for sharing that. All right. Um, Tracy is here and just says, love you guys. <laughs> so so Thank nice. <laughs> thanks for saying that. And, uh, you know, we, we love you back. Thanks for being here. Leo says, hello, coaches. Um, David says, talk to you later. Back to work for me. All right. All right. Leo says, Leo has a question here and, and says, I have been sleeping well for some weeks. I'm more aware of my thoughts, but I'm thinking if this is going to be the end of my journey or will there be bad surprises in the future? All right. A very insightful question from Leo. Yeah. What do you think when you read this this one, um, Veronica? Um... What do you mean by bad surprises? <laughs> if you are at the end of your journey, you are okay with any results. And this is what defines the end of the journey. Because uh, the, there, there still can be some residual fear. There still can be like some memories show up and uh, you are not sleeping well at night. But uh, it doesn't mean that you have to struggle. And uh, 
what important um, or from my experience, I have trouble sleeping here and there. And uh, I'm completely okay with that. Because uh, a lot of times I was thinking, if I don't sleep, I can't function next day. And I have way too many proofs to prove myself wrong <laughs> that I still could function. And if you uh, just take this mindset that even if you have this, as you call it, bad, uh, bad um, surprise, you still can function the next day. So eventually, it doesn't matter how you sleep. You will make it through the day. Now, that's very nicely said, Veronica. And it became this very interesting. I've never really, you know, we never had this exact question. And, and this is why it's so nice to answer live questions. It's always something new you learn, right? But the way you said it was basically like, if uh, if we're sort of afraid of a bad surprise, that means there may be still a little bit of learning for us left, right? Uh, yeah. But when when you know we've gone through a few bad surprises, then there are no more surprises left, and like the journey is over. So I'd say we don't know, Leo. Maybe maybe there's a little bit of a speed bump here, but then that's just something to learn from. Most most importantly, I think uh, you've seen things getting easier thanks to your willingness to learn and and doing some hard work, which is a wonderful thing. So I think things are going to get easier and easier for sure. Uh, all right, we have. Um, Maurizio here. Uh, hi, guys. Here's an Italian fan. So nice <laughs> nice to hear we have fans in Italy. I've been following your channel since April 2022. Uh, your knowledge and tips were super useful to overcome Summit. God bless you. No question. Just, uh, just a nice message from, from Italy. It's amazing. So glad to hear. And I'll say, like to use, as I said, to feel the wish. Anyone who wants to be a guest and share their story, you know, let me know. All right. Kathy is with us and says, hey, I'm in my recovery journey now and summer is coming up and a lot of family members and friends have been asking me uh, out to travel, but I don't know if I should go. Do you guys think it's best to do the things you did before insomnia, for instance, traveling, drinking, going out while recovering? I feel like I'm holding back a little bit and I don't know if it's going to help me in a good way in the future. Very nicely, you know, Nicely worded, uh, insightful question here, a common one. Uh, but yeah, what do you think when you hear this one, Veronica? Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for sharing, Kitty. And this is like very, very common, common question uh, when it comes to insomnia recovery and uh, traveling, because we are kind of uh, in our safe space when we are at home. We make ourselves com comfortable. We have in known surroundings. There are no surprises uh, from the neighborhood uh, for us. So uh, we feel safe uh, in this place, and uh, when we are supposed to go somewhere else to sleep, then uh, we might get a little bit nervous about it. And uh, this is very normal. I just want to normalize it uh, as a first thing, because for so many people, it uh, at the beginning, um, for those who don't struggle with sleep, they have trouble sleeping on a different place. But it's usually uh, only the first night because uh, it's kind of like your brain is monitoring like, okay, this is new. This is, uh, uh, is there any potential threat for us here or not? So, and uh, when the brain sees, oh, okay, there is nothing to be scared uh, about, it's okay. Then uh, the next night you can sleep peacefully. But 
the tricky thing happens when you get scared from this first night of not sleeping. Like, oh my goodness, I didn't sleep uh, the first night. I'm not going to sleep for the rest of the night. I'm not going to enjoy my trip. I'm not going to uh, have fun with, uh, with my friends and family and, and so on and so on and so on. So it is good to be aware of this uh, kind of mindset of this, of this, this kind of thinking pattern. So uh first normalizing the um trouble sleeping then being aware of the uh thinking pattern and then uh, uh when you don't go uh on the trip when you are protecting yourself too much you uh, like also you wrote it in your book daniel said in a work it like you are giving a cookie to insomnia and uh, you are just feeding into, into your insomnia so it could be uh, just keep the cookie for yourself, Kathy, and uh, just go on the trip. Either way or other, uh, you'll be fine because, of course, as always, it can go both ways. It can happen that you might have trouble sleeping, but in this, uh, in this case, you can explore yourself how you uh, function in the discomfort. And you can prove to yourself that even in the worst, you can still function. And uh, also, there is a place for self-kindness. And uh, also, the other way is that you will completely forget about your sleep problem. You will enjoy yourself so much that there will be no space for a sleep thought. And you will sleep like a baby just uh, uh, during the whole trip. So, also from my experience, I totally encourage you to go on a trip. If uh, you are planning a huge, uh, like, I mean, a big trip, you can even start, like, just a training trip, <laughs> just to go for a couple of nights somewhere and uh, take it as a practice. Don't get discouraged, discouraged if the first just doesn't go the way you imagine it going. And um, I think that's it from my side. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so nice to say that I think the same kind of teaching applies to the other yeah. things too, like socializing and having drinks yeah. and living life freely. Um, what was I going to add? Yeah, I was just going to emphasize what you said that um, I think, I don't know, who, I think it was Alina maybe who said this, that, you know, if we if we stay home, that doesn't guarantee that we'll sleep well either. We So in, in a way, it's like if, if we went on a trip, at least we get to enjoy something, you know, we get to spend some time in a different environment. And on a last note here, I would just say that if, if anyone out there, like if you decide to cancel your trip, then, you know, mm -hmm. this is an event. That's okay. That's okay too. Like it's just self-kindness. But generally speaking, we've seen so many times that these trips or deploying some courage, yeah, can really, really help. And, and by the way, yeah, the, just the fact that you're planning and thinking about it, Kathy, is, is really nice. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, Leo says, thanks for the answers. Uh, by the way, you want to share a thought? I was always saying to myself that once I sleep well, my life will change in a super wonderful way. When things got easier in my sleep and I arrived to a point of good sleep, I discovered that things do not change dramatically in my life. This is a proof that sleep does not have an impact on life in general. This is a very, very um, helpful point to make. You know, we, I, 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 this was my wife who told me about this concept of like arrival fallacy, which I think mm -hmm. is common in, in so many aspects of life. We think like when this happens, 
then I'm going to feel amazing and life's going to be like so wonderful. It's going to be like a fairy tale. But in reality, it never really is like that, right? Life is the way it is. It has its ups and downs, its challenges. And I think it can be so helpful to see that, you know, it can sound disappointing for many in our community here, maybe that when they think like, oh, my life is just going to be transformed when I sleep a little bit more. But it can also be helpful because then we're not necessarily chasing it so much. And then, you know, we sleep easier. So, yeah, that's, what, what yeah. do you think when you hear this from Leo, Veronica? Yeah, exactly. I just uh, had the same experience. Like uh, when I, I thought like uh, when I start to sleep, I'll start to live again. And uh, only here, basically, I learned that it uh, should be vice versa. That we first need to start to live and then the sleep will follow up. So it, it is a big thing because we always hear about the sleep fix, how to quickly fix our sleep, what to do in order to sleep. And then we end up in the this spiral of uh, ways how to even live our day so to sleep in at night. And it is so counterproductive because we think about sleep day and night eventually. And this is not life there are more interesting things <laughs> to think about than just sleep that's true and it's yeah we see like these all these combination of scenarios right in our you know in our school that we see so many students who are like actually sleeping like a typical amount like you say like oh for <laughs> two three four weeks i've been sleeping like a typical amount but i'm still thinking about sleep all the time like i'm really worried about sleep right so to me that's still insomnia because there's still kind of this these worries about sleep and we have the flip thing, flip side. Uh, many, many of our students say, like, you know, I'm not sleeping necessarily that much or great, mm-hmm. but I feel good. I'm happy. Like I'm living my life, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, just knowing that, just seeing this can be so helpful yeah. because again, it takes us to where yeah. we want to be. I think these these collection of experience is also valuable because y- you can see how things can go both ways. Like uh, sleeping li- a little, feeling okay sleeping normally and not feeling okay about it and it's interesting like how our mind uh can perceive things and it's how much it's all about the mindset yeah so true when it comes to sleep and so many other things in life all right well let's conclude there uh super nice Uh, thanks everyone for for chiming in super nice having you here and the youtube veronica and uh we'll see everyone uh soon soon enough (laughs) thank you very much See you next time. Bye. Bye.